Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Eve on my talk. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, uh, were you looking for uh, an introduction to this segment? No. Okay, great. Man. Did you have it ready? Because I'll put one of those together before the end of the show if you have it ready, because you know how much that would mean to me. I do not. I right. did not. Good deal, then. Thank you, my lady. Thank you. Um, Donna hates whimsy, if I might speak for her. That is a lie. She turns her nose up at the thought of wearing a costume on oh, Halloween to have a little sure. fun. Because oh. I am a grown-ass woman. With you, Donna. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Now, may I just uh, offer something? Oh, wait. Now I'm Cinderella. Now I'm Snoopy. All right. <laughs> Let me just offer something up here. My wife, Lou, I think was firmly in the camp of one Holly Roberts and Donna Valentine up until last year. She would never. I would come home from the TV show and I'd still be in costume because we were in costume. So I would be like full to the tilt on Halloween. And I was like, oh, this is really fun. The kids love it. Mom or dad are dressed up as exciting. So last year, we got invited to a costume party, mm-hmm. and Lou had not dressed up in a costume probably since she was in the single digits. I don't know. And then she started looking. She ended up going as a character from Stranger Things. What's her name? The redhead? Oh, yeah. Who gets possessed by Vecna. and that she was went. Good. She had clear contacts. She had the blood coming down her eyes, the red wig, the Stranger Things jacket, and then she ended up having a lot of fun with it. So I'm just saying, maybe maybe you're at the point now where you're just reinforcing to yourself, this is stupid, this is lame, I'm too old for this. But if you did it, maybe you might be like, this is fun. Now, you got to be invited to a costume party. That makes it the best. Like, if you're just showing up, you know, to, to your Target run in full costume, you, I think a party would help. <laughs> but But I think you might have a little fun with it. I don't like the pressure. I don't need that in my life. That's extra work. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, what if it doesn't work? This looks stupid. I, I don't I don't have the time for that. Hmm. Well, I do, <laughs> but I'm not going to use my time in that way. That's right. <laughs> All right. Fine. Well, but Buzz- no, but and your daughter looked great, too. Adeline. Mm-hmm. What was she? I can't remember. I think she last looked amazing. year she was like a fairy. And she had done her own like fairy whimsical makeup. The year before that, she was a zombie. That's she also what did I was thinking. That. Of. that was great. Yeah, she had some blood and like scars and stuff on her face. I do very much enjoy seeing kids mm-hmm. dressing up and kids and even their parents as they're trick or treating. That's yeah. great. Guess who's got no kids? Me. That could be fun though. For you know, if they open the door. And again, if you're already known as the neighborhood witch, but you at least put a hat on this time, I feel like the kids would really get into it. Oh I remember a couple of years ago at Twin Cities Live, they said, all right, here's your costume. And I was like, all right, it was a rocker, I think. And uh, I didn't try it on until, you know, 10 minutes before the show. 
and I put this black tank top on that has these holes in it and then this big black wig, and we were doing guy liner, the whole thing. And as I put that shirt on, you never know where the holes are going to land depending on your special makeup of your body. And my left nipple was out the whole show, and everyone who would see me immediately looked down at my nipple, and they couldn't stop looking at it. And then they start commenting, by the way, when your nipple's out, you are suddenly getting nipple critiqued, and that is... Yeah, wow, it's like having a cold sore. You know, precisely. Everyone knows it's there. Exactly. Had I just been <laughs> at, in a swimsuit and both nipples out, no nipple critique. But when you're in a shirt that has a hole right around one nipple, people are talking, oh, are you cold? And I'm like, that's just my nipple. But now right. I'm wondering, should it be at ease or what's going on I'm here? telling you, Janet Jackson gets canceled, this guy's walking around <laughs> like nothing ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, so BuzzFeed put together a list of uh, cute or cringy couples costumes, and I'll let you guys uh, weigh in on this and tell me if you think this is cute or cringy. Um, how about Peter Pan and Wendy? You think cute. that's a cute yeah. couple's costume? Totally cute. cute. Holly, you feel cute? You feel a little cringe? I feel oh. a little meh. All right, well, 50, it, it, it's good for you both to be split there. 51% of the folks BuzzFeed asked, 51% said if you go as Peter Pan and Wendy as a couple... It's cringy. Just barely cringy. So close to being cute. How about a football player and a cheerleader? Sure. Fine. Boring. Now, what if it was T Swift and I Travis knew you Kelsey? Were go there. Is that Everyone. more topical? No, everybody's going to do that. Right. <sighs> Even them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you two cranky Halloween ladies. I mean, <laughs> That's just, right. Just, what's happened to the fun in Join your life? Join our covens. Yes. <laughs> yes. How about um, Kermit and Miss Piggy? Is that cute or cringy as a couple? You've got your, your 52-year-old uh, friends, Bert and Carol, and they show up as Kermit and Miss Piggy. Cringy or cute? Cringy. 55% went with cringy. Is it the adult, is it the man is Kermit or the woman is Piggy or is it the together factor of it? It's the costume factor. Okay. Because you can't really fake that one. You have to buy. You know, it's like buying a chicken costume. Hi, I am a chicken. You know. <laughs> 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 okay. You know, it's a costume. It's not like I, I think some of the handmade stuff is better. How I about and I don't mean Handmaid's Tale. That would be cringy. Yes. <laughs> no, Donna once saw a kid dressed as a fart. Holly, that's her favorite that's costume of the, all time. Oh. Holly, I'll I'll put a link in here. He's dressed in like like a brown like tool like, tool fuzzy like all <laughs> I around could him. Not stop laughing. That I would dress up as for sure. That sounds amazing. Oh, my God. I'm going to send it to you in a second thank you, here. Thank you, thank you. Okay, now you two just rolled your eyes at the thought of the T-Swift and Travis Kelsey. I kind of roll my eyes at Ken and Barbies, but 78% of people on BuzzFeed said that that's cute, not cringy. But don't you feel like it'll be overcooked? This yes. is going to be every third person. It's going to be, up. Oh, it's Barbie again. Here's Ken. Yep. Fred and Daphne. They also think Fred and Daphne from Scooby-Doo is cute. I think that's cute. For sure. Yeah. No, and this is interesting. I think this is cute, but BuzzFeed said, no, it's cringy. Homer and Marge. Cute. That, that's a cute one. That's like a not try so hard kind of thing. It's timeless. How about... <laughs> She's looking at the fart kid. Yeah. 
Yes. Holly. I need to see that. Where okay. can I find this? Um, it's in the grid. Uh-huh. And you'll see it in red. It okay. says, here's the fart. Here's the fart. <laughs> Look at this kid. <laughs> uh, Donna, you need to do I this. Know, I know. Here's the funny thing. And he's got a horn. Yeah. He's got a, well, that horn is a fart blaster from Minions. Oh, good. And so he oh, can go and make clarifying. the fart noises. <laughs> and the, there's also a little bit of green tool mixed in here and there. When you got to go, you got to go. Alexis could make this for yeah. me. Oh, yeah, oh, she yeah. could. Put out the request now, Donna, because okay. we've got uh, the 21 days until You're Halloween. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you say I'm always the immature one with that bathroom is humor. That funny. Because right. it's exactly what you picture it looking like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this one this one gets sensitive for people who are passionate about this, who have nostalgic memories about it. But for a couple, is it cute or cringy if they go as Mickey and Minnie? I'm just kind of over it. Boring. Okay. Boring. All right. Fine. Maybe. Harley Quinn and the Joker? Maybe. Yeah. Cruella DeVille and a Dalmatian? Okay, there you go. Terrifying. Okay. Terrifying. That's, uh, and 63% say that's cringy. I feel like this BuzzFeed list is a little out of whack as to what they think is cute, what they think is cringy. But my encouragement is it's been a while since you've dressed up. Dress up. You might have some fun doing it. Even if it is just work, go shock the people at work when you show up. And then they'll probably, your luck, have some very important HR meeting that day. <laughs> and I'll be dressed as a fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, uh, remember the saying, girl boss, that term? Well, that's gone. I'll tell you what's in in its place when we come back. Hi. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us as well during hour one. We're girl bosses, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, that sounds fun. That was big for a while. You would see people with girl boss shirts. Sure. Hashtag girl boss. And it was, you know, it was it, it, it had a moment in time here when people, it became very, very popular. And it was, you know, essentially this, the, the woman who would go out there and work hard and pave their own way and hustle and grind and become successful, you know. I don't need no man kind of a thing. It's not like I'm working under the, the the stereotype in the brain of, all right, and then the guy is the boss of the department. is like, no, go out there and get it. And work hard and you got this. Well, apparently, the girl boss era is over and the snail girl era is here. So bye-bye, girl boss. Hmm. Hello, snail girl. Doesn't roll off the tongue in the same way. Snail girl. But here is what's going on. This, of course, being ushered in by Gen Z. Uh, There was a woman named Sienna Ludbey who invented the term snail girl in a September piece for Fashion Journal. And it was titled Snail Girl Era, Why I'm Slowing Down and Choosing to Be Happy Rather Than Busy. Now, Ludbey is the designer and the owner of Hello Cece. That's an outlet where she sells handmade bags and accessories. But she wrote, hot take for the week, my inner girl boss is dead and my snail girl era has begun. Okay. This is all rooted in not finding your achievement in being busy, 
in telling people how busy you are or how hard you work or you're the first one there and the last one to leave and all that other stuff. That showed Girl Boss was all about hustle, doing whatever you got to do to get it done. They say that that was putting a lot of pressure on women, uh, if nothing else, to keep up the appearance of being a quote-unquote girl boss. They say the pandemic, on the other hand, though, served as a bit of a stimulus for contemplation. Here's what a snail girl does, according to the person who created the term. A snail girl takes her time and creates to create. The speed at which everything is put out into the world is just getting faster, but snail girl doesn't care. (laughs) Snail girl is running her own race, and maybe that race isn't going anywhere but home and back to bed. Okay. Do you feel like this is a good shift no away from girl boss into snail girl it's funny donna and i can find these topics that we know (laughs) the other person will have a level of reaction to so i had a bit of a feeling that you might not be as into snail girl what so what's your reaction when you when you hear me describe it that way and say bye-bye to the girl boss era um it sounds like an excuse to be lazy thank you I I need an excuse for that. Right. Well, you know what? There is another trend on TikTok. Hashtag lazy girl jobs. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) And this is where women find fulfillment in low effort jobs that pay well. So as opposed to saying, wow, I really found the thing that is tapping into all of my skills and I feel like I'm being utilized fully in helping to create something. This is just, nope. Found one that I can do in my sleep. This is easy and it pays pretty good. So a snail girl might look for a hashtag lazy girl job. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, sure. If you could, if you could make that happen, sure. Why not? However, it doesn't sound positive to me. It has like a negative vibe. Here's what TikTokers are doing. They're in these snail girl videos. They are showing their calm morning rituals. Oh, God, I'm looking their, at some of this. Their calm lifestyle, which includes walks in nature. That's a good thing. Yeah, sure. Cups of tea, good thing. Skincare practices, good thing. Um, though the other side of the internet wonders what the long term. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, financial ramifications could be of snail girls. Will snail girls someday be shelter girls who are, you know, now they don't have a job. Right. And now or they're friends. Like, or, yeah. Um, I... Yeah, this feels like an example of, I get it, I get it. I think that there's some value in it because, in fact, I was just listening to Bob Odenkirk this morning. Bob Odenkirk was on the Today Show. He and his daughter have just released a children's book Hmm. based on poems they used to write during story time when Bob was a younger father and his kids were younger. And a few years ago, he said, what if I rewrote one or two of these a week and then asked his daughter, who is at, I believe, Pratt in New York, an art institute, um, 
hey, what if you did the artwork? So together they released this children's book that just came out today. Cute. But Bob Odenkirk had a heart attack a couple years ago on the set a of bad one. Uh, yeah. Better Call Saul. And Hoda Kopp asked him about it this morning, and she said, do you have any long... I, I know you had... She said, I felt like when I spoke with you right after that, it felt like your life had suddenly snapped into focus. And I'm wondering if there are any lasting lessons that you learned. And he said, it's funny that you say that because I was just thinking of Paul Newman. And Paul Newman was asked later in life, um, is there, what's your lasting lesson? What, 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 would, what would you want to communicate to your younger self? And he said, I would want to tell my younger self, don't work so much. And Odenkirk was like, but what? You created all these great things. And what do you mean? You put beautiful art out in the world, blah, blah, blah. It made such an impact. But he was saying, we need to take more time. It can be, to, to quote John Wooden, don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. So it's striking that, that, that balance. So why don't we take Snail Girl and All make right. her something like Balance Girl? Balance Babe. Uh, mm, well, I don't know. I don't know about Babe. I'm just trying to make it, you know, know. alliterative. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Girl Boss? So I, I think it was Elizabeth who was on last week, and she was like, I don't even like that it's like girl. It just sounds, you know, like we're playing pretend, like I'm the pretend boss here, you know? Right, 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 right. But, you know, there's a place for everything. There's a place for all of us. Spend a little more time with the family, a little less time with work, but don't abandon work. Right. Or your art. Sure, yeah, yeah. Balance is, balance is good. I heard somebody say at a conference a couple of years ago, they said work-life balance is a myth. Work-life blend is what it seems mm, to sure. be. It's that sometimes you're going to be leaning a little bit harder into work, sometimes a little bit harder into personal life stuff. There's somewhat of an ebb and flow. And when we try to fully divorce the two things, I have my home life and I have my professional life, it's difficult to do that because usually – you carry both baggage in with you everywhere. You bring some work baggage home, even if you say, like, oh, I turn it off and I don't focus on it. Truth serum, you probably do if we were tracking what's happening in your brain activity. Likewise, when you go to work, it's not like, well, hey, this is where they pay me and I'm going to be a professional. No, you're thinking about different things that you have going on in your sure. personal life. Exactly. Thank you, Steve. I want to be snail boy. <laughs> Isn't that already a character on PJ Masks? A good guy or a bad guy? I don't even know. You could be Balance Boy. I want to be Balance Boy then. What if you? I was Balance Boy and you were Balance Babe. <laughs> we, uh, I don't like that. You don't like Babe? I think ba- not really. Herb-herb. 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 I mean, I Herb-herb. Balance Boy sounds like a character on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> this guy who's always walking around talking about how balanced his life is. Yeah, maybe. All right. Or someone with an affliction. What do you like to be called in a relationship, Donna? Because babe doesn't seem like it's uh, one no, of the ones for babe you. Babe is usually what happens. Then baby became big. Now that's cringy. Hey, baby. Ew. That's is that cringy only in public though? Is that safe at home? I don't know. Although baby does feel more. Hi, baby. Like, you know, babe is like, hey. Baby is like... Mm. I don't really want to talk about it with you. Donna, I'm just <laughs> trying to learn a little bit more about you. We're trying to re-stitch your friggin' Bumble profile, and we got to figure <laughs> out. Your, Donna, last week, isn't even focused on the show. She's matching people left and right. I went to swipe up 
to look at someone's profile. And as I went up, I went to the right. And then I was like, ah! Did he ever get back to you? I He can't. I have to make the first move. Oh, is that the nature of Bumble? The yes. the female has to make the first move? Uh-huh. This is Sadie Hawkins. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's cute. Yes. Nice. How about Hun? I called my wife Hun accidentally last night, and I was like, oh! I just stopped short of saying Honey, which was still a new addition. Then I started calling some of the kids Honey. They're just like these, you know. And now, and then I've called you Honey, I think. Yeah, it's not the first time. Well, that's I've called work-life blend. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because you think you're talking to your wife. You're just so programmed. Yeah, exactly. What, what do you call her now? Um, usually babe, I guess. Or Lou. I mean, I say Lou a lot. What what is our list? You know our listener who, booby. Booby. Oh, Bo- booby. She There's a lady who booby. calls her husband booby, and that would be like in my world, me calling Lou Weenie. Oh, I see. Because you're taking right? it literally. Hey Weiner. Hey Weiner. Hey Weiner. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Hey, seem... try that. Why don't you <laughs> workshop that today and let us know how it goes tomorrow? Oh. Hey Weiner. Yeah, you know, fully endorse that. Yeah, I like guess, that. that's my favorite. Guess the context of this encounter that happened this morning when Lou said, please don't. And I said, what's the difference if I lick it or suck it? Can you guess the context that happened here this morning in the Patterson household? Uh, what's the difference if I lick it or suck it? Did oh it involve a uh, uh, sucker? Candy? Not ice a cream? sucker. Ice cream cone? It involved something of hers. If I lick it. I went over. She thought I was going to suck it. Instead, I licked it. And she was like, no, that's weird. To which I said, what's the difference if I lick it or suck it? So you licked it instead of sucking it? She thought I was going to suck it. I walked toward her. She had something. I, she thought I was going to suck it. I licked it. She said, no, that's weird. And I said, what's the difference if I lick it or suck it? Popsicle. Mm, good one, Don. Good guy. That's good. Show me popsicle. <laughs> It was actually a smoothie straw. I was coming over like a Labrador mm. saying I wanted some of that. And I was joking that I was deprived because I did a juice cleanse yesterday. And so her shakes are always better tasting than mine. Mm. And then she thought I was going to suck it. I started licking the straw and she was very dismayed by that. I said, listen, you could have married an accountant. There are some boring dudes out there and you could have had them. But you got me instead. I stand which, with Lou. So does Addie. She was leaving to go to school, and she was like, Mom, you married a really weird person. She was like, thank you. Somebody. <laughs> I have a witness. Aw. Anyway. Love it. Uh, by the way, today is Amazon Prime's big deal days. Yes. I guess it's a little different than standard Amazon Prime, which I think happens in the summer. But anyway, if you have a Prime membership, they have a lot of items that are on big sales today. I saw Bose headphones that are normally like three seventy nine. They're uh, they're on sale today for two seventy nine. A lot of Apple accessories and stuff. A lot of like you know twenty and thirty percent discounts. But on some random items, I'm looking at one that's like up to fifty five percent off on some of these. So if you're an Amazon Prime member, today's a good day. You probably do it every day. But I'll, go to Amazon and scroll a little bit. Also, um, check out Walmart. Lots of people are competing. Today, lots on their... of retailers. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So check it out. Yeah. Hmm. Thank oh. you. 
All right, we got to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, today's our Walmart deals holiday kickoff. Online only, October 9th through the 12th. 60% off AirPods. Yeah, this is great. This is great. All right. When we come back, if you see something, say something. I saw this headline about Brooke Burke admitting that she was tempted to have a romantic fling with someone whilst married. I'll tell you who that person is. When we come right back on My Talk 1071. Morning. Welcome back to the show, The Donna and Steve Show, on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Holly Roberts here for one more segment. So let me get right to it. If you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. It's always interesting to me how celebrities will say things in podcasts. That they might not say in a television interview. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, there's an intimacy uh, yes. to a podcast. Or you always get better interviews on the radio right. than you do on you know television. I feel that way, too. I think because it's so casual also, and you feel like you're just, you know, you're just shooting the breeze. Well, let's not forget that people are actually listening. Oh, boy. Some of those people might be reporters. Oh, boy. For page six. Oh, boy. <laughs> so Brooke Burke, remember her from Dancing with the Stars? I think she won, and then she ended up hosting. Getting yeah, she co-hosted gig. with Tom Bertrand, yeah. Yeah, so she admitted during a podcast that she was tempted to have a romantic fling with her partner at the time on Dances, Dancing with the Stars, Garrick Huff. Hmm. She said, had I not been married... I would have actually hoped we would have had a love affair. Huh. She told this to Cheryl Burke during um, an episode of Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. That's a podcast, Steve. Spray Tan. Uh, I'll look up Cheryl Burke here. Um, oh, you'll recognize her immediately. She said, you're intertwined with someone's body when you're a dancer. There's no way that I have ever been so... What is happening over there? <laughs> I was just turning the mic away while I sniffed in, Donna. You don't have to throw me out of the bus. I'm battling allergies. Everybody could hear it. No, only you could hear it. Whatever. Holly, did you hear it? I heard it. But Why our listeners, <laughs> they hear the, the rumble of 94. I'm sure they do. It was about to start dripping, guys. I had a real scenario. All right. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We heard something. We had to say something. That's right. Oh. By the way, I just looked up Cheryl Burke, and you were like, you'll recognize her immediately. I don't think I've ever seen this woman in my life. Yeah, you. Oh, my God. She's like one of the most popular dancers on the show. Really? She 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 kind of morphs her. Oh, yeah. She looks way different. Am I seeing a way different version of her? Maybe. Yeah. She usually has short hair. Why don't you type uh, Cheryl Burke short hair? All right, 2010. All right, great. You'll oh, recognize okay. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Okay, we good? Okay. All right. Your nose all good? 
No, but I'm going to just let it drip now because I live in a prison. Anyway, she said, back to Brooke Burke, had I not been married, I would have actually hoped we would have had a love affair. Uh, She was married to now ex-husband David Charvet during that appearance on the show. And she explained her attraction to Derek Huff, saying, you know, you're intertwined with someone's body when you're a dancer. And there's no way that I've ever been so connected besides with a lover or a husband. Don't do it All like right, that, sorry. Donna. Then I was with Derek. Then she says um, they started rehearsing and performing in close proximity every day for three months. So for three months, you're in someone's arms. Why do you think people fall in love? It can be more intimate than making love in a bedroom. Donna. She said, you're making love on a dance floor. You feel more connected. You have energy. You're doing this dance. You're in the rhythm. And then there's trust. And you're sharing fear. You're doing something you've never done before. Mm, Never done before. She said all of that led, all of that type of intimacy led to her starting to crush on Huff. uh, And it was very tough on her. And he was very tough on her as a professional. Anyway, he is married, and I have to tell you his wife's name. Okay. All right. Uh, He is married to fellow dancer. Well, anytime you're ready, Donna. I knew you were going to try to sniff when I say it, aren't you? (laughs) No, I'm not going to sniff anymore. Her name is Haley Herbert. That's fun. Anyway, that's my story. She was crushing on Derek Hoff. She was married. You don't hear square dancers talk about it this way much. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's different forms or of this. Take your partner, <laughs> do she do? Yeah, it was around mid- the corner, and here we go. Some, something about skipping that really takes the right. sexual attraction out of it all, yes. does it not? The promenade and the Virginia <laughs> right. reel. Oh. I'll tell you what, the first time I square danced, I was six. I was at camp. Oh, my gosh. I thought, this is so fun. Why are people not doing this more often? <laughs> Do you know, when I was growing up, my parents used to have date nights, and they would go square dancing. Kind of like, you know how people used to go on... Um, line dancing. Line dancing. They yeah. did square dancing. That's fun. And the whole, like, it's a whole party where if you do something, you you went to jail and they put you in this fake jail. And then in order to get you out of jail, someone has to marry you. And they had all these fake little silver rings all over the place. They all took right, so me a couple creepy times. right at the end, but I think uh-huh. it's cute, the first part that okay, you were talking right. about. They didn't make you guys do square dancing in gym class they in did. elementary school? My and kids did. I didn't did. have to, but my kids did, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. They're like, you have to do the square dancing before you get to the floor hockey. Yeah. The ultimate form of torture. <laughs> I think they did uh, They did the song, Old Man Tucker Was a Mighty Man. You ever heard that song? Uh, sing more. Brushed his teeth with a frying pan. Something, 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 something. Nope, don't Get know. out the way, old man Tucker. You don't know that song? Donna, you were on K102 all those years. Um, I think we've advanced a little past that. <laughs> Not in my mind. All right, now listen. I know. Um, can I just say, though, kudos. Kudos to Brooke Burke for Her not honesty. acting on, well, A, that, but also for showing self-restraint and not acting on the impulse. I think that that's a real 
Because that story can easily take the, I just had to follow my heart thing. And then everyone's like, that's right, girl, you go get love as you shatter a commitment that you've made. Okay, let's applaud her for feeling it, feeling the sexual attraction. Because, by the way, newsflash, when you get married, uh, you have not married the only hot guy or hot girl that's out there roaming the planet. There are plenty of beautiful women. There are plenty of handsome men. And so you'll have this. There will always be other people that you find attractive. Absolutely. But not acting on it. I think kudos to Brooke Burke. All well right. done. All right. Well yeah. done. I hope she found a pillow and a special in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that's good. Listen, anyway. better a pillow than Derek in that case. Yeah. You know? Right. For sure. Pillow's like, I didn't know this is what I was bought for. Come on. And there I was at Bed Bath & Beyond. That's why you got to buy a, a, you know, a body-size pillow. Donna! And you put like a wig on it. Paint a face. <laughs> Donna's attached to pull noodle arms to it. Okay. <laughs> she always watches TV with them now. Now it's just a very like Pluton. It's just a friendship. It's just like, right. he's just always there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pool noodles, am I right? Wow. How about, who's the first guy that was like, you know... This could really be used in a myriad of different ways. And they're great to float around it. Let me tell you, when I went on my manatee hunt. Not was, a euphemism. That was a real vacation. Yes, took. I went searching for manatees. Lots of people just standing right, not standing, floating right in front of the face of the manatee on a pool noodle. Well, I don't think a manatee would be an aggressive oh, no. animal. They don't have any natural predators either. So they live a long time. Yeah, and I just don't even, even if they decided, like, I feel aggressive right now, physically, I don't think they're well positioned to be the aggressor. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe we can outswim them. It feels <laughs> like just a subtle push on their belly, and yeah. they just float backward forever. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they want you to think. Uh, yeah, yeah they, so. they're probably quicker than we think. But anyway. All right, All right. Holly Roberts has done her time with us. Thank you, Holly. Uh, we got the Zamboni coming in next. Uh-oh, big news for NSYNC. That next.